Thanks for coming back to another episode of TBD with Tegan and Lee. Today we're here with Joey. Nguyen. What up? Woo! It's so excited to have you here. Joey's a friend of mine, and I invited him because he's super interesting. <laughs> or as the children say, woke. <laughs> the other day, an older person was like, oh, these kids out here think it's so cute to say woke. Woke means that you woke up in the past tense. It means that you used to be awake. And I was like, I don't know. What? I think it's just cute. And they like it. You know, that's that's the nature of vernacular, right? It's cute mm. at the moment. Those churros. Yeah. It's like golly gee. I'm like, golly gee is not a word. It can't be a word. Someone made that up. Golly gee. That's like um, an old animated during the time of Flingstone. And um, hmm? like back in the 40s, 50s, yeah. 60s. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I heard you like video games. I play very little video games. But it's because you're boring. Well, I no, mean, it's because we got responsibilities now. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I got a job so I can buy all these video games, but then now I can't even play them because I have no I have a time. Job. Yeah, yeah, there's no time to play. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a, it's a catch 22. It, it is. It is. Right? It's, yeah, it's like, go get a good job, get all this money, and then you have nothing to spend the money on because you can't enjoy it, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so you play Counter Strike, right? And that's like a computer game, computer based game. First of all, what is Counter Strike? Yeah, so because I'm thinking when you say Counter Strike, I'm thinking um, Fortnite. Um, well, I would say that there's pro- there's probably inspiration, very very c- core fundamental inspirations from Fortnite, uh, from Counter Strike to Fortnite. Um, but Counter Strike uh, has a long history. In fact, it's one of the first really um you know popular multi multiplayer uh first person shooters that actually had emerged so um it has so many different iterations it started off with counter-strike you know 1.6 and then moved on to the source engine so it was counter-strike source and then now the most recent iteration is counter-strike global offensive and to put in perspective like esports was not a thing but competition within Counter-Strike was always around. There was actually money to be had by playing it professionally and by playing it in a team competitively. So it's Counter-Strike like a first-person shooter game, like army style, or is it? Kinda, yeah. So the most of the times it's usually run in a five-on-five format. So that's sort of where that, uh, that, that, or at least now it's run as a five-on-five format. It used to run as like eight-on-eight before. Um, but it, you know, you 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 as a team try to get a certain amount of money, and then you divvy up how much equipment you're going to be buying with it. So armor, what kind of weapons you're gonna buy, even the ammunition costs well, money. This back is deep. Then. This yep. is a lot deeper yep. than yep. I thought it was. So be. so it's more than just sort of like who can can you know you know sh- shoot the best. It's actually a team based game, a, te- a team based economy type g- game where. You, you need to, let's say, for example, you're low on funds, um, but you know that you're not going to win that round. So you call that an eco round or an economy round where you're just trying to make the most of not spending as much money as you can so you can save up funds so that you can go win rounds after you buy equipment. Because okay. if you survive the round or win the round, you keep your equipment for the next round. So that makes it an advantage to the person who wins the round, and it creates this entire like chess-like um, strategy for a very un-chess-like game, um, and that's why it's still popular even to this mm. day. Uh, I've never played Counter Strike. I've heard about like a lot about it. I've never played it. Um, 
because of the advent of Fortnite and all these other games and the popularity has been dying so only the hardcore or at least like the 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 ones that stay true the fan the, the fans that stay true to the the franchise has really stayed on um, but nevertheless there's still like major e-league competitions for it i'm thinking if you let's say the they had uh, they had the funds to to get these equipments mm-hmm. or can someone veto like you're not going to buy this armor well that's actually so mm, there's a there's a yes and a no i would say that there's Anyone can buy whatever equipment they want with, with the money that they have, but then you're working as a team. So usually you always bu- plan as a team as to what equipment you're going to buy. So let's say, for example, if everyone has $1,600, right, and one person just buys whatever he can with that $1,600, but everyone agreed except for that person who didn't listen or di- or just didn't want or didn't hear the, the, the call out um, to not buy, they, they now... In the next round, let's say they sorry, let's say they lose that round. They now have everybody who can buy the better equipment. The next following round, that one guy has nothing on him. So it's like <laughs> playing with one less person. Oh. So so there's a consequence, but it doesn't mean that it, it, it takes away your power. Uh, it doesn't mean like you know first five minutes of the round is just you just arguing over whether <laughs> whether or not you buy. You get thirty seconds to purchase your equipment and then after that the round starts and then you're off to the races um i feel like i would do fairly well i guess when you build a team like you build a team with people you can like you know i think that gel with but like man (laughs) it's harder than it looks because you know getting five people together to play a game of basketball is hard even let alone like try to play an online multiplayer game yeah so i play destiny and there's like this big pvp aspect to it um and they keep like changing it up so it's more challenging or whatever. But like even playing with like people in my clan, like, oh my God, they just drive me crazy. I'm like, where you know, you're there's stuff called what's it called? It's like you're supposed to hold down a space, right? For mm-hmm. a certain amount of time. And so it's like, okay, there's five people and so we split off. So usually it's like three and two, right? So we're going and then the other team comes at me and I'm like I die, and then I'm like, where did you go? Why did you leave me? Like, we, we have to do this together. I can't kill three people by myself. And I'm like, I thought we talked about this. It's just, oh, it's so ridiculously hard to, like, get people to understand. Like, yeah. you can't just run off on your own because you're going to die, and then we're going to lose. Stop it. Yeah. You just bought the game just for the dancing. I, that's, what I, that's all I see. That's <laughs> the, really what the I see. Emotes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> emotes are so stupid. When I first saw them, like, and in Destiny now, there's some that you can buy or, like, they're super special. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it. No, it's that's, dumb. That's actually how Fortnite makes so like stupid. its millions and billions of dollars is that the game is free, but they sell every little piece of content that they can. Yeah. And it's been a big sort of point in point of conversation in the controversy in the gaming community is that should we continue to allow this trend to, 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 to manifest itself? Because it, it kind of has gotten out of hand to the point that like Completely. people yep. spend way more than what you think a video game should cost mm. on these things and you can know, we also talk about yeah. DLCs yeah, like what happens to just too. making a complete game and sending out that game and for, for those who don't know what a DLC is is a downloadable uh, content. content yeah <laughs> so it's like you know, you've beaten the game, but surprise, then there's like an extra level to the game, but you gotta pay extra money. Extra, for that. exactly. Yeah. And yeah. those games that disassociate, like, take, say you have 
whatever amount it costs. So they take transform that into whatever currency they have in the game, which kind of in your mind, I guess you you forget about it's real money. Right. That, that's yeah. yeah. That too. Yeah. yeah. I also play like even a mobile game called Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links, and it's a little homage to like me being a kid playing the like the Yu-Gi-Oh! cards. And actually, it's a great concept because. You know, I get to duel against people from around the world, and it actually even tells you what country they're from, and like mm. you know, and things like that. And there were just recently just uh, the World Championships that happened, and I ranked 69 in the entire East Coast of the United States. Mm. So, yeah. so it was like it was one of those things where um, I felt proud to like be a gamer, right? <laughs> and that and that at the end of this, there was like some so, something really uh, um, tangible, which you got a free trip to Japan, ten days. Whoa. Uh, stay in Japan and then like they paid for everything you can come with one extra person obviously if you're a young person you can bring both you know parents or if you have two parents um, and so yeah like it was really like it was such a cool thing to see something validating in mm-hmm. real life mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. for what would most people consider a very anti-social type of activity yeah that's what like, I don't get I think esports is, are really interesting right like I watched this guy who plays video games called Many a True Nerd. I love him on YouTube. And um, my mentor is like, it's so voyeuristic. It's so weird. I was like, first of all, I'm never going to play that video game, but I'm really interested in the story. So I want to watch. But I like like competition in general. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so... I myself, like Joey can attest, like (laughs) (laughs) when I do anything against the one, I'm like... I'm against you. Like yeah, I get all my feels it in it. Two hundred percent. Yes, all my feels get in it, and so I love. I would love for like there to be more esports. Like for me, I feel like I could get behind that more than normal like sports you play. Like because with basketball, I just I'm super disinterested with physical sports. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like I I can I'd rather just go out and do that myself. But with video games, it's like watching someone else's strategy. I guess I feel more akin to like watching esports than I would normal sports like you know how there are people who get all painted up and like oh the falcons are it's interesting that you mention that because what is the difference right if somebody who goes to an event to sit there and watch somebody else compete Mm. what is it different than an actual sport where some somebody's exerting lots of physical you know uh, uh, physical energy it's it's the same thing it's yeah. the, the act of competition is yeah. what we watch um, and and we want we love rooting for our teams and it's it's every aspect of a traditional sport in a mm-hmm. sense um, it's just that the irony is that when you participated in it suddenly it's a bad thing <laughs> um, yeah yeah my, my cousin plays uh, game motor combat Mm-hmm. And I was watching the esports. Um, I think the guy's name was Sly Fox or something Fox. But he, I was, I was so amazed. His life was, it was very little. It was so little life. And the other guy has almost his whole bar there. Mm-hmm. And somehow he beats this guy. Yeah, the clutch. It, yeah, I know. Yeah. It. <laughs> it's the clutch. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking like, does 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 he do that on purpose to see just maybe. to kind of fill him out at it's the beginning and yeah. then? Um, maybe. sometimes it's dumb luck. Sometimes it's one of those things where like, let's say for example, the person who had full almost full health, like uh, lo- takes takes that person or takes the or underestimates the other person because they have so much lead. It happens in regular sports too. And then you know, like take soccer for example, like. You know, like uh, a team could be like up two points and that's pretty big margin, you know, in, in, in the world of football or soccer. And so 
Um, but out of nowhere, Messi or Ronaldo comes out the cut, and then what do you know? Yeah. You know. So we just we just have our different terminology for that, and we call it the clutch. So, yeah. like know. I for me, I I don't know if I would be able to uh, recover from that because when I'm playing, like I play this, I played it a few times, and like every time I play, I feel like my my forearms is on fire because like I can't even. Well, you're not used to it though, <laughs> yeah. like. Like, a lot of the people, like, I've been playing since I was, like, 12, since the original PlayStation came out, right? So I have all the hand-eye coordination. <laughs> I, I know all we've, the... We've had many years of practice. Yeah, so you can't just jump in and think you're going to be like, yeah, oh, I got yeah. this. Nah, it takes like, a lot of work. My whole arm is tired. After one round, I was like, aha, I got, I've got to take a break. Yeah. It's just, like, I don't know, a few times, like, recently I've been doing something, and I, I was like, no, we're going to do this. We should do this. That makes the most sense. And then we do it, and someone's like, well, that would have been, I would never have thought of that. What made you think of that? And I was like, game logic. Yeah. <laughs> video game logic will save your life all the time. And I'm like, thanks, video games. The more so, you know. So what would you say, like, your top three games to both of you guys would be? Uh, number one, Final Fantasy VII. Number two, the Mass Effect trilogy. Number three, well, like, not technically three. Like, it can kind of have that spot because it has a good story, but I wish... It would get better and be cheaper. Destiny. We'll get back to the story. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm a big Zelda fan. So first and foremost, any of the Legend of Zelda series, with the exception of Spirit Tracks. That was kind of funky for me. Um, but, but yeah, I'm a big Zelda fan. So any of the Zelda franchises is, is my top first and foremost. And... Um, yeah, it would just depend on my mood. I really don't have particularly favorites, but if, like, you know, if I wanted mass multiplayer, it would be Counter-Strike. But if I wanted, like, um, like just, like, sandbox RPG kind of thing, the Fallout series is one oh, of my yeah, favorites. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and then I'm just really interested in, like, wacky indie games. Um, uh, there's this one game that's still, I think it's still in beta. It's called Gang Beast, <laughs> and it's hilarious. It's um, it's like uh, multiplayer wrestling, but in like with like, these like um, uh, kind of blobby like people, and every part of every button on your controller or keyboard moves just like an appendage. That's weird. And so <laughs> to like grab somebody, you physically have to like grab you know with both con- both like buttons and then lift your back up and then walk over and I then like to throw you need to swing over and let go at the same I time like so um and it, 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 it it's it's a big riot because like usually when you start off you have no idea how to even mm. move let alone <laughs> fight and so i think it's one of the coolest things or one of the coolest concepts and a lot of games have emulated something like mm, that yeah I actually played a uh, Detroit Becoming Human recently. Uh, yeah, it's actually good, and I I like it a lot more than I thought I was gonna like it because they make you like that game. They make you use different parts of the controllers because like once you've been playing video games for a long time, you're like, oh, X is to jump, and and you know zero is punch. I mean, circle is punch, and all that stuff. So you're used to it, but they make you actually use. I have a PS4, so they make you use the touchpad and do all those things because it takes you out of the the rote mem- memorization that goes with playing video games. So it's like you're like focusing it's not just a game it's like oh this is this is real and yeah. you have to move it yeah it's really good so there's a the storyline behind the the video game does that kind of play a major role in you buying the game or is yes. it more of the the action or some or the, the action play of the game um it, it 
there's different reasons why people get into, in my opinion, there's different reasons why people get invested into a video game. And I would say for The Legend of Zelda, yes, for sure. It, it, it's the immersion of this idea that you yourself are saving, the, the, in this case, the kingdom Hyrule. Um, and so you being the hero of your own story, it's very much sort of like taking, in a sense, what you want to emulate in real life sometimes, right? Mm. So allowing you to have that freedom to be able to make choices, to have the power to conquer your enemies or, 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 or solve challenges in your life, to move forward. Um, a lot of that is really sort of why I got into those particular games. In terms of like uh, the mass multiplayer ones, it's ironically like growing up Americans, like this, <laughs> this, this desire to, to beat people in a, in a sport or in a team. <laughs> um, and, and then on that notion, like it's one of those things where like for me, uh, I, I, I take that same mentality when, when I apply it to my other hobbies. So I, you know, I competitively race cars and when I was uh, from 21 to 23, 21 to 22, I uh, was, uh, sorry, from 22 to 23, I was a competitive shooter in Massachusetts. So, you know, I, I, I make sure that like, uh, I, I study it up, I learn from the best, and then I try to, you know, put my hat in the ring. And um, yeah, I just do that, whether it's video games, or whether it's like my own hobbies, or mm. whether it's my work. And so, mm. yeah. For me, like in video game stories are like really important. So like Final Fantasy seven and Mass Effect, they have really like deep stories. Like at the end of the Mass Effect trilogy, like like spoiler alert, it's it's really old though, but at the end I was like, Well well man, I have to save the galaxy. Look at me. <laughs> I, I felt so accomplished, right? And in that game you actually like there are there are branching choices that you have to choose from, right? You can choose to be Paragon, you can choose to be Renegade. Obviously Paragon's good, Renegade is bad. Um and you can choose whether how you want to play. It's not just singularly, okay, you're going to be the good guy. You're going to save the girl. You're going to get all the kisses. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You can choose whether or not, and you can romance people too. That was a lot of fun too, yeah. right? Um, but it is, like, Final Fantasy VII, like, at the time when it came out on original PlayStation, it was three discs long, right? So it took a lot of dedication. And I like that because, like, I was the only child and I played video games to, like, take up my time. So... At first, I played, like, fighter games, and the only other person was to play was my mom. And so I mastered it. <laughs> I would beat her, and I was like, I'm done with this. And so I started playing RPGs and stuff. Yeah. Destiny, I kind of, like, when I saw the release for, like, Comic-Con, or I forget where they released it first. But when I saw it, I was like, this doesn't, this looks like every other game ever. And then literally in the 11th hour, I bought it, and I actually enjoyed it. And I liked playing with people. And there's, like, a lot of restrictions, so there weren't a lot of, like, 12-year-olds playing. Hmm. They were all grown adults playing, and that that was really nice. Yeah, yeah. in terms of like the storyline thing, like um, uh, there's a series of games, a co game company called Telltale Games, and and yeah. they they specialize in just taking any type of you know franchise or even just their own original fran uh, own original storyline, and then creating a video game that that plays like a movie and you make the choices and what choices you make dictates at what kind of outcomes and endings you get. So um, realistically, it's not the, 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 the concept isn't new, but it's one of those things where it's like, it's, it's, it's what, it's always easier to take a book or a, a movie and make it into, um, actually I refrain, um, 
Because, yeah, it's always easy to take a book or a movie and make it into a video game, but it's never easy to make a video game into a movie or a book and mm. vice versa. And they've tried and failed very horribly. Wait, they yeah. made a – there's a movie on Netflix that's made from um, Halo. It was actually pretty good. It was like Unto Dawn yeah. or something. I, I liked it. I thought it was good. I've well, never played Halo. But. Well, look at it this way. Not like a like – a, like, um, like Or a, Red versus Blue, also hilarious. Like a, like a very widely successfully known mm, – Yeah. Uh, you know, like no. The issue there is not that it's hard. It's just that they – I don't know who they hired, the director or whoever, mm-hmm. doesn't know anything about the source material. Right. And so they're like, right. yeah, this is just – you know, this is Dungeons and Dragons or whatever. It's geeky. It's going to be great. So you said that you like um, uh, a movie buff, right? And so, have you seen any of the Resident Evil movies? Mm. I've only I've seen one. Mm-mm. Okay, so it the games it's based off of a video game franchise, but the movie deviates from the source like entirely. Mm-hmm. It's it's ninety percent something different, mm-hmm. and then ten percent like using the name, <laughs> and that's it. It's like yeah. what? Oh, you, do you have you ever seen Dragon Ball? Like oh, Balls. don't even know yeah, Dragon that. Ball, Dragon Ball Z, I'm like Dragon Ball GT. Right the thing now. is. The issue is 25th, 21st Century Fox bought the rights to it, and then they let they were the rights were about to lapse, so they waited like ten years, and then was like, "We're gonna make the movie," and then they kept posting updates about it, and they're like, "We're gonna cast this person as this," and they were, everyone's like, "No, don't do that," <laughs> and then they're like, "We're gonna do it, we're gonna do it," and then the movie came out, and everyone thought it sucked, and they were like, "Well, it's an adaptation." I was like, "Then don't call it Dragon Ball. <laughs> yes, this is not an adaptation. Don't use you know what I mean. This is tried and true." Like we had, we talked about comic books, me and Tegan, and I was saying it's like when they, the MCU is way different from the storylines that they did in the comics. And I get, you know, they mm-hmm. had like a million issues to do the comic, but only an hour and a half or so, two hours to do the movie. Cool, fine. But they just, they deviate because they're like, well, what are people going to watch and what they're not going to watch? But the source material, millions of people read the source material. So how could you go wrong following the source material? That's what I don't get. And also they're just, they're, ugh, yeah, I just have so many issues. I totally get that. <laughs> and and one of the things I joke around about a lot of pe- with a lot of people is that like why is it like f- uh, comic book franchises have been so successful to becoming like movies and it's because it it it, it or why is it so uh, so appealing and I think it's because comic book strips are almost like storyboards in itself. Mm. So it, like so I feel like the very first people who tapped into like that were just lazy and they were supposed they were in charge of storyboarding and they're like i just gotta cut cut out the oh you know i got a deadline i I just need to cut cut out this like iron man you know comic book and slap it onto the board and then present it voila (laughs) that person got high uh promoted yeah i i think we have a lot of well i'm saying that but i i just we have a lot of too many movies being done with comic books we have movies and we have TV shows that are done, and it it just it's I feel like it's overwhelming because I think we need we need a little we need something else to fill in that because at one at some t- some point we're just gonna it's all that's gonna be out there. Yes, yeah, I agree, and I would say that because you have big giants like Disney who are essentially money making machines, th- when they see something works and it it works well they're not going to stop it yeah yeah and, and Was it's it like 12 avengers now exactly <laughs> right they're already working on the fourth one right and, th- and that's the thing and the, my thing is they don't even tell the good stories they're mm-hmm. like well we got to do all this setup i was like you don't 
tell them to go read the comic for the setup, you know, or yeah. do a little like teeny mini web series or something. Because my thing is like, I want to see the big story arcs. I want to see the darkest night, the brightest day. I want to see, you know, I, like yeah. I don't care about like, what, what their I, little individual stories. What I don't like about the movie is just how how they the pacing of it because they it's it starts moving really quickly and you you get interested and then boom they just slow it down and stop it with either they throw a love story in there or okay. something in there and then it slows it down for another like 20 minutes it picks it up and slows it back it just keeps doing and i just hate that yeah i mean that has to do with the fact that like it's one of those things where they have to they fight with like the idea of how much context do we have to put into this for people to feel invested in it and then to also pander to the the source material fans, mm, right? It, yeah. So, it's a hard cross-section to get because there is. are a lot of people who they know who Superman is. They don't know anything about his publication history, right? They just know that, you know, he can fly around the world. Maybe that he, you know, turned back time from like, you know, when um that guy was Superman in the movie. What guy? Uh, mm, there's a lot of Christopher guys. Reeve? Christopher Reeve. There you oh, go. Yeah. So they know that he turned back time and that, you know, he's from the planet Krypton. They know those things. They don't know anything about, like, Golden Age versus Silver Age. Versus, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people are like, Batman doesn't kill people. It's like, he used to. When he first came out, he was just killing people left yeah. and right. He just didn't care. <laughs> yeah. It's like, now he doesn't. Um, so that's my biggest issue. I'm like, and I only know those things because I went to go and look for them. Like, mm-hmm. after like the first Avengers and stuff came out, I was like, hmm, because my uncle collects comic books. And so he was like, yeah, like, you know, this, this and that. And I was like, what? So I went and wikied it. And the sad thing is I went to wiki and found all this information. So the thing is, like, if you want to know, you can go and find it. But they want to pull those people in and make them like it. People who have no idea anything about comics, blah, blah, blah. And then they also want to do something for the people who do. And I was like, you can't. There's no way you're going to make everyone happy. Yeah. And okay. so I'm... Uh, and, 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 and because we're bombarded with these things, I sort of learn how to filter it out. And the only time I'm ever interested in any kind of film or, or piece of media is when there's levels of depth and complexity, and or at least they advertise it to be. <laughs> because, you know, how how interested would you be if they pulled like some of the source material of like Superman being like a huge misogynist, you know, and he <laughs> yeah. was at one point, mm-hmm. you know, in the, and, and so it's like, and then like make them confront that, make them like combat that. Like, you know, you got people who people look up to, but mm-hmm. one of the realities in life is that, you know, nobody's perfect. Yeah. And if you give your superheroes the complexities that they, you know, the of the humanity of everyday life suddenly people can remind themselves that their works in progress too and that you know if if they're the superheroes in their own stories but they also have to work on certain things instead of just ignoring it Mm. you know um but i think i think that's the clash like culturally because like when superheroes first came out there was like a whole like panel of people who said you know bad guys always have to lose they're always bad guys you can't make the police look stupid Mm -hmm. um all this stuff and even there was also you have to remember that back in the day people were kind of like super weird. I, I don't know how to explain that better, but there is a comic where Superman Lois Lane turns black. Don't ask me how that happens, but she becomes black <laughs> and she has to live being black and she realizes how crappy it is. And then she wow. asks Superman if he would marry her the way she was. And he kind of like it's like a long pause. Basically, wow. he says something, but it's basically like He's, that empty silence. Wow. And then she turns back. 
And he's like, oh, Lewis, I love you. Oh yeah, it's super awkward. And they, they did things like that all the time. Like, there's one where he's in a porno, too. I don't know if I can say that, but <laughs> there's one where he's in a porno, too. And I'm like, what were they thinking? But also, superheroes were built to be... That's why so many people got don't like... Ooh, that's why so many people don't like New 52 Superman, because he's too emotional. Right? Because superheroes mm. are supposed to embody everything that we want to be. Yeah. And somehow people think that excludes flaws. I don't exactly. know how they think that works, but... Yeah. I mean, even Greek gods had their own flaws, and that was the point, is that, you know. The best video game was on PS1, Rugrats. (laughs) That's the the last (laughs) game he played before he got his PS4. (laughs) Well, growing up, I didn't didn't even have a PS1, but the, the one kid in the entire block that I lived with had, like, the demo CD for the PS1, and we would always play the first two levels of Parappa the Rapper. Oh my gosh. And, and then we would just play that for hours, even though we were just playing the same two levels over and over again. My first system yeah. was the Sega Genesis, though. And I played Sonic the Hedgehog. You've been listening to. CBD with Tegan and Lee. Thanks, Joey. Stay classy.